Discover connection, awaken sacredness, come power. Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, show number 80. We're your hosts, Dave and Violet. Our guest today is Faith Coltac. Faith has met and studied with shamans, researched and practiced various techniques to heal the body, and studied and earned degrees in herbalism and aromatherapy. Faith spent two decades in corporate and nonprofit finance, with the second decade spent in executive leadership. While following her path, she found the following immediate and intuitive connection with tarot cards, radios that mysteriously turned on or off without live human intervention, plant medicine that kept colliding with her world, and the intuition that she couldn't outrun. Now she honors her gifts of connecting to spirit, tapping into intuition, and working with energy in the human field because transformation takes many forms. Faith is a trauma-informed ENLP certified transformational coach who employs elements of quantum physics and other energetic modalities to empower physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and energetic healing. Welcome, Faith. Thank you for being on our show. Thanks for having me. Wow, a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, I, I've got asked since I'm an engineer, but I also uh, have seen lots of electrical phenomena. Uh, tell me about the radios. What's going on with <laughs> radios that turn on and off? So, well, specifically, the one time that really sticks out, uh, my ex and I were getting ready to wash the car, going through the car wash. This was back in the days when you actually had to lower your antennas yeah. and your car radios to go through car washes. Um, so I'm showing my age, but we were going through the car wash. I had turned the radio off so that the antenna would go down um, in the car wash. My ex decided he was going to make a joke that was in very poor taste um, about a family member. And next thing I knew, my radio was blaring. Um, we're in the car wash still. Nothing <laughs> had changed. I reach up and, and try to turn the volume down on the radio because, I mean, it was just like full volume. Um, it wasn't turning down. We get out of the car wash. I pushed the button to turn the radio off and I actually turned it on and it came back on to the station I was listening to at the level that it was playing at before we entered the car wash. Um, so it was very much a message that um, those jokes and poor tastes were not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, uh, it's fun how spirit reaches out occasionally. Or, or responds to your intuitive power to just say, I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> right. Yeah, my ex, I had lost my mom a couple of years before that. And it, as that's happening, he's like looking at the sky going, I'm sorry, Candy. That was my mother's name, you know, <laughs> because he knew that she had been offended. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, so tell us a little bit about your career before you got into this. What, what were you doing? So I started in, um, I was an accountant. It was just something that came very naturally to me, fell into accounting um, just because I was good at it. Decided that I was going to 
pursue degrees. Um, so I have a bachelor's in accounting. I have a master's in accountancy. I have a, an MBA, um, you know, jumped with both feet into the business world and thought that that was where I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be doing and um, have a very diverse background. I've worked in, in a number of different industries, but found over the last decade, um, especially I have more than that now, 15 years, that um, that I really needed to be working, doing something that was helping people, that was making a difference in people's lives. Um, so I started in a charter school, local charter school, and then stayed in the nonprofit world until I left that last year to, to set out on my own again. I had an office um, prior to the pandemic and was affected like so many of us were. And so jumped back into nonprofit for a while uh, until I knew that this is where I needed to be full-time. So what were some of the key things that came to you uh, to make this radical jump? Or were you intuitive already as a child? And uh, this just kind of reminded you of who you who you are and who you're supposed to be or to do? It's really been quite a path, um, quite a journey for me. I, looking back now, I recognize that I was introduced to plant medicine as a child. Um, if I had an earache, my mother warmed sweet oil and put, or, yeah, put that in my ear. Um, I drank a lot of tea for, for various ailments as a child. Um, she just, it was never explained to me. So I was older before I had that awareness of, of what was really happening. When I was um, 18, I met a shaman and uh, that was really my introduction to this path of my life. Um, even though, again, I didn't realize it at the time. Um, when I was in school uh, pursuing my undergrad, I had to write a research paper and was just trying to figure out what that was going to be. And he suggested SEACT. And SEACT is, um, for anybody who doesn't know, is purported to have cancer healing abilities. Mm -hmm. um, and so I spent three months um, an entire semester researching that, you know, in hours a day, didn't believe in it, was a skeptic initially. Yeah. Um, and by the time I'd finished writing my paper, I had lost my mom to cancer probably a year and a half before that. Um, and at the end of it, I wish I had known of Essiac when she was still alive. Um, so fully believe in the benefits of SEACT at this point. So that was kind of my reintroduction or, or the first uh, conscious introduction to herbalism. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it was just gradual. It was, it was that, and a couple of years later, it would be something else. And it wasn't until several years later that a friend, um, almost 20 years ago, a friend said she wanted to learn to read tarot and asked if I would go with her. And I told her no, I had no interest. <laughs> <laughs> had no interest and um and she doesn't drive and uh, by choice and and she said well you know I, I just don't if if you're not able to, to go with me that weekend I don't think I'll be able to go and I really want to do this and I finally agreed and sat down and it was something that came very naturally and intuitively mm -hmm. um so just one more like brick in that wall right and my entire journey has been like that and, and almost everything that I do now um I didn't believe in until until I decided to do my research and really learn about it. I didn't believe in Reiki energy. And so mm -hmm. I decided to take a Reiki class 
to see what it was. I didn't really believe in herbalism until I really jumped into that and started taking classes. So um, until SEAC was really the, the introduction, but then even that um, had me questioning other things. So, so much of what I do, I came to as a skeptic. That, that reminds me of a, a classic quote. Um, my mother um, got interested in astrology after having a great reading when I was around 11. So that's around 1966. And astrology was one of the few things you could learn in Wichita because there was a branch of the National Astrological Readers Association, whatever they call themselves. And, uh, but she had a, a couple that she knew there and the guy was a pediatrician, well-respected, one of the, the big guns in the field. And uh, he was ribbing her at church saying, now, now, Pat, how can you possibly look at astrology, the idea that where the planets are affect people's lives? And she looked at him and she said, you know, that's exactly what I would have said before I knew anything about it. Kind of shut him up, you know, and uh, it sounds like you, you kind of went through those moments yourself about, uh, wow, now that I know something about it, it, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I really, uh, my, um, my path to remembering was a little more difficult maybe than it really needed to be, yeah. um, but it was my journey. And then that's what I needed to know that I was walking it. Mm -hmm. I think everybody's kind of getting pulled, right? I mean, a lot of people are, and it's like, no, no, you know, that's, you know, I don't believe that. No, I'm not interested in that. No, I don't want. And spirit never gives up, right? Keeps nudging us just a little bit more and a little bit more um, so that we can do that. And I think it's it's really discovery, right? Discovering who we are, remembering what we've forgotten. Um, and it just, it takes time. And everybody has their own journey, their own way of getting there. And how they're doing that. And those that are listening, that's really why we do these types of shows is to know if you're getting those nudges, if you're, you know, getting pushed in a direction, be open, just, just check it out. You can always say after you try it, well, no, that's not for me, right? But what we find when we step in is we learn a whole lot more. I mean, if you think about it, Dave was an engineer that got pulled into this area I mean we've mm -hmm. all come from different worlds and we get pulled to try this and then it changes our whole perspective on things which is what our spiritual journey is all about so I love I love the stories of how nope I'm not interested in that no thank you I don't want to do that <laughs> then all of a sudden you're sitting in class going what am I doing like where did this come from right because um, I told my children when they were growing up, if they read their horoscopes, they would go to hell, right? We all have those beliefs and different ones come from different areas, right? So we just have to move through that energy. So I love when people are able to share their story with us of how they step in and find out more. So cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. So I'm interested in kind of your trauma certification and how you got into working with trauma. Is that what your clientele is or is it a wide variety of people or are you, are people drawn to you that have had trauma in their lives? Well, so I will tell you that, um, that I come from a background with pretty significant trauma. Um, 
And I think the initial draw there was for me to heal myself so that, so that I fully could step into the work that I do and, and my purpose here. Like I couldn't do that until I was healed. Um, and so, yes, a lot of my clients are people who come from backgrounds of trauma. One of the things that I've really found um, is that especially for those of us who have trauma in our, in our past, um, it can be difficult. We become people pleasers, right? We find the ways to not stand out in negative ways in our situations and, and to make people happy around us so that so that we can have as much peace as we can find in that. And, um, and then we carry that throughout our lives. And so we swallow our voices, we shuff, stuff our emotions down um, instead of feeling them, instead of speaking them, we maybe won't follow our path and don't um, walk toward our purpose because we're too busy doing what people expect us to do. Um, we're, we're living up to the societal expectations. We're living up to the familial expectations. Um, whoever is, is significant in our lives, we're trying to make them happy instead of making ourselves happy. And, and until you really start to heal that trauma, often you continue to live in, live your life from that place of fear rather than living from a place of love. And love is what lets us put ourselves out there and trust that we're going to be accepted and that the people who are meant to find us will, um, you know, and, and so fear keeps us small. Um, and until we hear, heal that trauma, we often cannot step into those bigger things that we're called to do. And it was true for me. I recognized that in myself. And I do see it still in a lot of, um, I meet and talk to a lot of people now who they're being called to step into this collective awakening. They're being called to serve, to bring their gifts forward and, and serve in whatever ways they're meant to serve. And they don't know how to do that. And they're afraid to do that. And so that trauma informed work that I do um, helps to empower them to do their own healing so that they can stand in their authenticity and be who they're meant to be. I love that. And I noticed on your website, you talk about authentic, right? Being our authentic selves. And I mean, I, I, you know, we talk about light and dark and energies and all that, but it's really about harmony and disharmony. And when we're not true to ourselves, when we're trying to please everybody, we're in imbalanced because of disharmony, yes. not because of anything else. But when we step into our authentic selves, then we align with our purpose then we're in harmony with the energies within us, but we can't always see that. We can't always see that that's what's blocking us or what we're struggling with. Yes. And stepping into that authenticity really is what allows us to step into our own power as well. Right. And, and I think that we have this as a society, uh, we have this misperception uh, of what power is. We think that it's something that people can take from us or something that we can take away. And that's authority, but that's not power. Our power is standing in that authenticity and being able to show up 
exactly as we are and speak our truth and use our voices and, and work whatever our magic is in this world um, and, and doing it from that place of love and not feeling like we have to hide because it may not be received well or, you know, what will people think or what, that's power. Love that. Okay. I think we're going to take a short break here for some important information from Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Violet Rain, Master and Teacher of Sacred Priesthood in the Mystery Schools here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. This is a program that I offer about once a year. We take on students to start this program. It's an 18-month program, which means there are 13 classes. We teach a class once a month, and we skip months with holidays. And on this path, men and women can come together to become sacred priests and sacred priestesses of the order of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek is the oldest sacred priesthood on this planet. It was mentioned in the Bible and still exists today. This is about walking a path of beauty, sacredness, and service. It's about learning how to be a magical creator of your own life and using the universal mysteries to create whatever type of life that you're looking for. This path is filled with magic, about learning prosperity, about creating, about sacred geometry, about Kabbalah, about learning about the ascended masters, the archangels, the elementals, including dragons and fairies and unicorns and the mermaids. It brings all that universal wisdom together to create a way for everyone to have that joyful and abundant life that they've always wanted. I hope that you will check out our website under classes and look for mystery school or look for sacred priesthood and find out more about these classes and what we have to offer. I look forward to seeing you in class and I hope to see you really soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Well, welcome back to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts and our guest today is Faith Coltac and we're having a fascinating discussion about, uh, I like the topic, authenticity because I think a whole lot of what's going on in the workplace right now, especially after the pandemic, is people are becoming more authentic and say, I don't see a need to sit in the office in a cubicle to effectively do my job. I don't see a need to be browbeaten about what I'm supposed to look like for corporate appearances. Um, and I, I think it's uh, significantly impacting uh, the workforce and their return to the workforce. I agree. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of truth to that. I think it's going to be a tough time. You know, we're coming out of a place where we worked from home for two years or a year and a half or whatever that time frame is. And from a person that's been in human resources for 20 years before stepping onto this path, when this started, I said, oh, this is going to be hard. Because when people <laughs> would go out for workers' comp where they've gotten hurt, it was hard to get them back into the workplace, right? Because they get comfortable being at home. Well, now you're not talking days, weeks, months, you're talking years of this happening. And so people are like, okay, you know, they're comfortable being at home. They've proven that they can do it. And, you know, and I know there's a lot of CEOs out there right now are saying, Oh, half want them back, half don't want them back, half want hybrids. 
And they're saying that in six months, in a year, it'll shift back. I'm not sure it's ever going to shift back. I don't think they're ever going to get people to come back in, you know, right? Because that's a whole other thing. But uh, I agree, standing in our authentic selves, and we talk about speaking our truth, right? That has to do with our throat chakras, which most people struggle with because they can't speak their truth. right they can't they can't say what it feels like and it's hard and i think all of us struggle with that don't you faith how do you how do you help people speak their truth and stand in their truth cuz that's the most i think that's the hardest thing to do it it is difficult i i do want to step back for just a minute the other thing that i think we're seeing as the result of this pandemic is that people are understanding that they're understanding their value and they're not going to allow themselves to go back to positions where they're being paid less than they know they are worth. And that's going to be the other big shift that, that we're seeing out of this. And that idea of understanding our worth is part of learning how to speak our, our truth. And it's part of healing whatever wounds we're carrying, whether they are actually from trauma or whether it's a relationship wound or, or whatever. So much of that ties into our worth which is part of the reason that we don't speak our truth. It's we, we don't feel that we're deserving of doing that. We don't feel often that other people want to hear what we have to say, or there's any real importance or that it's going to, to matter or whatever those stories are that we tell ourselves about why we don't share, you know, they're not going to hear, they're not going to listen. They don't care. It, who am I? You know, so many of us carry that wound of, well, who am I? Who's going to listen to me? Um, and so it's understanding, it's learning to understand the importance of, of your message as an individual, whomever you happen to be. Um, you have stories and those stories have significance and, and um, they can be supportive. They can be learning opportunities. They can just let somebody know that they're not alone in whatever they're going through. And the power in that, the, the healing that can come from that is huge. Um, so with my clients, we do a lot of work to, uh, to remove the negative emotions and the limiting beliefs that they've attached to those stories you're still going to carry whatever your experiences are with you, but you don't have to carry those experiences with the same level of emotional charge that they often have so that they control how you present yourself in the world. Um, we do energetic work so that we balance and clear chakras and remove any energetic blocks. We remove any energetic ties they may have. Um, we really work on, on letting that energy flow through them and then rewiring their neurology so that they understand that whatever those stories they've been carrying for so long are, that's not their truth. You know, if you, if you have internalized um, that nobody wants to hear what you have to say or that it's not safe to speak your truth, if that's something that you've carried around with you, that's something that we can heal so that you can understand that not only is it safe for you to speak your truth, it's essential. The world needs you to show up as you, 
not as who you think the world wants you to show up as. That authenticity, we're back to it. It's so important. You know, I, I can see that. Talk to us a little bit about how has herbalism came into your work? Do you do you help people understand about herbs? Is that part of your practice? And how you bring that aromatherapy in? Share with us a little bit about that. So aromatherapy, I use in a number of ways. That can be really helpful um, just in getting people grounded and centered for other types of healing work that we may be doing or for the coaching work that we may be doing. Um, so, so that is hugely beneficial in a number of ways. With the herbs, um, I mean, I make teas, you know, a, a lot of teas in particular for people. Um, and so some of that is supportive of the physical, a lot of that is supportive of the physical body, right? Because you can't really heal the emotional if the physical is out of harmony and out of alignment and, and um, encountering disease. Um, so I use, the, I use the herbs a lot in that manner. I use the herbs a lot in um, like if I am talking to a female client who maybe has some womb wound healing that needs to be done, um, you know, are we going to maybe talk about incorporating some Yanni steaming? And do we need to use the herbs for that? Um, sometimes it's burning specific herbs, or if if there's going to be journeying taking place, you know, we may incorporate incorporate uh, mugwort into that just because she's so beneficial um, for, for journeying. So uh, so it really depends on exactly what I'm doing with that person. Um, and that's how we determine what herbs were going to come into play. And some of it is just fun. I have several tea blends that I put together um, for various people for different things that that are just so supportive and healing that that I now sell them um, just to sell them. And some of that is because the ritual of making a cup of tea um, helps to ground you and helps to bring you back to mindfulness. If you're really paying attention to what you're doing, that can become uh, a really easy way to get into to alignment with your higher self again at the end of the day or in the morning or, or whenever you're, you're having that cup of tea. I love that. Share with us some of the things that you offer and how people find you. Um, because I think this is a great lead into what you do and what you offer and how people can connect with you. So, oh, my offerings are pretty, pretty vast at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I do offer tarot readings. Um, I do offer channeled readings. Uh, I am a medium and a psychic as well. I don't make any promises that specific people will come through. It's whomever happens to show up. Um, but there are always messages to be received, whether that's from a loved one or an ancestor or, or your guides. Um, I do Reiki healing um, and energetic cleansings, uh, that which includes house cleansings and blessings. Um, it can be uh, a part of that, that Reiki experience. Um, I have a vibroacoustic bed in my office. Um, vibroacoustic meditation is just a phenomenal 
whole body experience where you're listening to music at, at specific sound frequencies. Um, I have a headset, a brain tap headset, so you also get light therapy with that. And then the bed vibrates at the same frequency as whatever you're listening to. So, so you really get that immersive experience. Um, incredibly beneficial for anxiety, beneficial for pain relief, for lowering stress, for decreasing blood pressure. It has a ton of benefits. Um, I offer, offer quantum healing techniques. So I teach my clients how to find their timeline and, and we move around that timeline to actually heal uh, the emotions and beliefs that are related to certain points in, in this lifetime, in the womb, past lifetimes and past generations. So there's a lot of powerful healing modalities available there. Um, the herbalism and aromatherapy. And then I offer various coaching packages for people who either have trauma uh, that they really want to heal um, those people, especially um, who are looking to step into their authenticity, find their purpose and follow their path. That's who I'm really called to work with specifically. Um, but people who are committed to investing in themselves and actually making the change. Love that. I love that. Do and you have a website that we can find you on? I do. My website is perfectwisdom.org. And, um, and just because I know a lot of people have reactions to the word perfect, uh, I like to, to make sure that it's clear that we're not talking about my perfect wisdom. I'm, I'm a conduit for people um, getting in touch with themselves, with their higher selves, with doing the work that they're being called to do. And so it is their perfect wisdom that they're stepping into. I love that. Okay, and thanks. Since you're, uh, yeah, th since you're in the area, uh, what is your business address? Uh, so people know approximately where you are. I am at 6901 South Pierce Street, Suite 220, Littleton, Colorado, 80228. Great, great. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. You're you're near our shop. You're not too that that far away, and you're also near my house. So <laughs> I will have to come see you. Yes, please do. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the show today and taking the time, Faith. I hope I get to meet you in person at some point. Yeah, we'll make you. that happen. We're yeah. we're too close to not do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate having the opportunity to chat with you and, and share what I do with your network. Thank, well, thank you. you. And for our listeners, thanks for joining us uh, for this show. Please stay with us for some messages from several of our practitioners at DYSG. Hi, my name is Julie Kay. When I was in high school in Soviet Union, I had an uncle who was a scientist who started introducing me to the world of unexplained. We looked at the past lives hardly discussed in the Soviet Union at that time, other galaxies, stars, planets, UFOs, that was all forbidden in my country by the government and did not show up in the media. When I was 16, one day I was sitting with my grandma 
outside of our home looking at the stars and thought how cool it will be to have this knowledge. Well, I was very interested in all these things. I went to college and kept silent on this subject and got a business degree. I read the Bhagavad Gita and the Mahabharata, which were gifts from my uncle. I had no one talk about this after my uncle passed, where the past lives and stories was fantasies. They didn't make any sense to me how you can die and be reborn again. I was always interested in the UFOs and ended up seeing them on a plane flight in 1986. That seemed to answer my question about the universe, what is out there. I kept reading many books, I ended up with the Dolores Cannon books, and so on a YouTube interview with her, her work seemed to make a lot of sense with the people, the planet and the universes and the parallel dimensions and parallel realities. She came up with the information that connected clients who didn't know each other. She put the puzzle together. I had a session and I was wondering if I can have a session with someone. I had a session with one of her students and I was so clear. I found out that I could be trained in this, so I pursued hypnotherapy and then becoming a past life practitioner. So I had a second session that provided a lot of answers to me. I now provide this type of the session to client at Discover Your Spiritual Gift based on the Loros Canon regression system. It starts with the client providing a list of questions that will be answered during the hypnosis session. This work gives me access to a person's subconsciousness. The subconsciousness has answered to any questions the person has consciously about their life. The subconsciousness can show the right answers and fix any problems the person has in their life health, relationships, changes that are desired. They can even connect to loved ones who passed. I'm available at Discovery Your Spiritual Gift on Mondays. You can reach me at 303-523-8412. Thank you and have a good day. Hi, my name is Heather McCormick-Ramey and I'm a medium and energy healer. I love helping people connect deeply with spiritual messages, with ancestors, and all of that amazing support that is surrounding them. Now, Spirit started working with me at a very young age. And as I created more and more space for those messages to come through, it's been a really life-changing experience. And this is what I offer to my clients. So if you're interested in mediumship, look to book at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I'm there as a reader. And I also have practitioner hours as an energy healer. With the energy healing, I help my clients bust through limiting beliefs and really live their soul-aligned life. So please reach out to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts if you're interested in learning more and connecting deeply with your soul's purpose and I look forward to seeing you soon.
Hello, my name is Trina Schneider, and I am a spirit medium and intuitive reader. I also offer angelic Reiki and crystal healing. I was born an empath and have seen and heard spirits since I was a little girl. For many years, I ignored my gifts, but knew I was meant to be a healer. I started my journey doing private yoga sessions, and yoga helped me to reconnect with my mind, body, and spirit. I was then led to an intuitive mentor and took her classes to find out who I was and what my spiritual path should be, never thinking it would lead to a complete career change after being a hairstylist for 30 years. My spiritual path is a never-ending journey of healing myself and helping others. I consider my readings to be sacred and use prayer, meditation, and call upon my ancient Puebloan ancestors, angels, and other guides. In my readings, I view your energy through a rose. I connect you to your relevant past lives, bring in messages from your spirit guides, angels, and ancestors. I read the layers of your aura through your chakras to uncover blocks, bring in clarity, guidance, and direction for your life path. I do in-person readings that discover your spiritual gifts and remote readings over Zoom. To book your readings with me, please call or text me at 720-334-7754 or contact the center. I look forward to meeting you real soon. Discover connection. Awaken sacredness. Become empowered. Join us for our show on Talk Radio. 